So, Rob, I hear you went and bought a phone. I did. You went to the Apple store? Yeah. Um, yeah, this, is, this wouldn't have been my first choice to go to a physical store and talk to people. Well, of course. I mean, you uh, is that just, did you do in-store pickup or did you just not have the option of having it mailed to you for some reason? No, so I wanted to move to the upgrade program. And in the UK, you can't sign up for the upgrade program online. Right. So I had to reserve a phone for Friday and then go in, pick it up and sign up for the upgrade program while I was in store. Oh, I got it. I'm in that too. I have yet, this is going to be my first year doing, doing the upgrade and I'm interested to see how that works and how, what it, how, how they deal with phone availability when you're in that program. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get the impression it looks like it's just going to be like any other time you try and buy one or reserve one. Like you'll just have to you know, send it to the store or whatever. I'm not sure, but yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the upgrade program, I, I expected to be in there you know, maybe half an hour, an hour. It took maybe 10 minutes to sign up, even in store. No, oh, that's good. So, but, but, you know, I mean, the real big news isn't that uh, it took you no time at all to sign paperwork. It's that you, you're, you're ditching your Android phone of what, I don't know, about a year that you've had for an iPhone. Is it eight or eight plus? Uh, eight plus. Nice. The big boy phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, cause the pixel XL is basically the same size as the plus. Oh, okay. Uh, so I couldn't really go back to a smaller phone now. Well, I'm glad you're a member of Plus Club, though. I mean, I'm going to be a member of Plus Club for at least a couple more months. Yeah, I think a lot of it, you know, I probably could have dealt with it just an eight. But, you know, there's the better camera and it's got the two cameras and, you know, it is the better phone of the two. Um, yeah, I, I just like I, I like not only the camera, but I also like the just having the real estate for seeing more of your Twitter timeline or your text messages or whatever it is. I just like having a little more space and part of that is driven by the fact that i'm on a train all the time commuting downtown and as a result i do a lot of what i do on my phone at various parts of the day so it helps to have kind of the most screen possible for that sort of thing oh yeah definitely um and talking of getting rid of my google pixel uh, i traded uh -huh. in at the apple store uh, oh you did <laughs> I just i just let well i was gonna sell it to um there's a company in the uk called mazuma it's like uh -huh. you know one of these companies you just send your phone to and they give you the money or whatever um because i couldn't see the google pixel on apple's trading page uh -huh. um but then in the store the you know the the assistant who was you know dealing with my upgrade process she went oh yeah we can trade that in here um and i was just like oh yeah okay and she told me how much and i went yep that's fine by me and she said oh have you got it backed up and i went there's nothing on there and i just kind of handed it over <laughs> <laughs> i said blow it out <laughs> What do you? I wonder what they do. I bet they they turn around and sell it to another company, very much like the one you were going to sell it to, and then it gets eventually ends up in some other part of the world. Uh, yeah, you actually, when they're doing it, um, you see it's actually a third party company that they just obviously have a deal with Apple. Um, right. There, there was a fun moment with that though. So we, I've done my upgrade program. That's all done, and we're doing the trading, and she's doing it on the iPad. You know, because all the assistants have iPads, don't they? Um, and we get about halfway through it, and then she presses a button, and she went, oh, we're going to have to go to the Mac to do this. We can't do this on the iPad. And it took all of my willpower not to make some kind of real work joke. Like, I started <laughs> laughing. Um, yeah, yeah, she it wouldn't, was kind she of a fun moment. Yeah, she wouldn't get it. <laughs> she would not. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's um, so you you mentioned that there it didn't seem like there were all that many people there picking up uh, eights, were there? 
No. I mean, I, I've been to this store, or at least walked past it, you know, on a weekend day, like a Saturday or a Sunday. There was less people in there than there normally is on a weekend day. Huh. Um, there was there was barely any queue. There was maybe like five people queuing to, to pick up. But these were all people that had already reserved. Yeah, that's interesting. I do wonder how many people are holding out and waiting for the iPhone 10 because you know I've seen just little stuff like Mark Gurman doing a poll on Twitter and saying how many people are waiting for the 10 and 80% of his followers were waiting now you know he's obviously got a pretty hardcore geeky audience on the other hand that's a pretty high number no matter you know no matter who it is oh yeah definitely I mean like I say I I'm pretty sure I've I've been past this Apple store on another launch day before, and you know there was there was queues out the door, like huge queues. Um, I think it's a weird one though. I think as well because it's like basically the same design as the seven. They've probably got so much stock of this phone anyway. Um, yeah. You know, if if you're ordering, I mean, I even looked. If I'd ordered one on the website on Friday, it would have been delivered on Monday. So I guess tomorrow as we record. Hmm. Um. You know, so it, it's not like they're out of stock of these. Like they're just like a couple of days turnaround. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, it's good if you need to get one. I I ordered a watch, and I I was just too tired. I wasn't getting up at. It would have been two a.m. my time to order. You know, right when they were released, and so I just stayed in bed and ordered it like six a.m. when I got out of bed, and already four hours from when they launched, they were four to five weeks out. So I'm not seeing my Apple Watch until the middle of October. Yeah, it's definitely the Apple Watch is definitely. Uh, you know, either it's a stock thing or, you know, they have just been more popular. But Yeah, you know, I, I was talking to Jake Underwood, you know, who writes with me at Mac Stories, and he was all over around where he lives in Indiana and couldn't find one in stock on the on a store shelf either. So it seems to be either fairly limited supply or at least fairly high demand or maybe a combination of both. I, I did order the, the cellular one, though. Yeah, I guess maybe that one might be a little bit harder to, to get hold of just because it's a an entirely new watch i guess whereas the right i guess the standard series three is mostly just the same watch i mean i know they said it's a little bit thicker by you know a couple of millimeters or something but you know it's essentially the same watch yeah um, i think the main differences are the speed and the altimeter that they've added to it as well yeah i mean in, in terms of getting the 10 because you know a few people have asked me this like oh why aren't you just getting the 10 one i kind of just wanted back on ios like right now yeah, I can imagine. Um, two, you know, I wanted to sign up for the upgrade program, and again, like you're saying, I really don't know what the stock situation is going to be like in October. Um, I, or, you know, whenever the pre-orders go live, right? I feel like it's going to be all over the place. Um, and then, you know, I, th- I feel like there's inevitably going to be some bugs and stuff with Face ID. Yep. Um, I, I don't know what. You know, it seemed to work fine in demos, and I've seen videos and stuff, but. I'm sure there's going to be a few bugs there. And then the last thing is just apps not being updated fast enough from, you know, I'm not talking about like, you know, developers that we know. I'm talking like banks and big enterprise companies that are just not going to update their apps properly. Yeah, no, I know. And what it does is it basically letterboxes them. So it takes the, you know, the iPhone 7 or 8 screen and and leaves it black top and bottom, which... I don't know. I don't like the look. Some people, I've actually seen people on Twitter say they like the look because, you know, of course, there's the inevitable backlash against the notch and how awful it is. Um, I, I don't really ascribe to that, but, I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, even if it's wrong. 
I, I was totally part of that. But you know, I just like to stir it up a lot of the time. Oh, I If I could have got the if I could have got the ten, yes, you know, a few days ago, I would have done. Like, I, I feel like if it had been released at the same time, I would have been trying to get a ten. But yeah, I can always tell when you're trying to whip up the trolls. Yeah, um, but you know, the, the, the eight plus. I mean, in yes, it is a very different phone. You know, the ten has obviously got Face ID and the screen and stuff like that, but. In terms of coming back to iOS from from Android, like the eight plus is a, still a great phone. Oh yeah, you're not missing anything in the sense that you've got the exact same chip that's going to be in the ten. I mean, it's not going to be like a phone that's obsolete faster than the ten or anything like that. The only differences are, as you said, the way the screen works and the Face ID. There, you know, there's some unique things about the ten, but in terms of the innards, it's it's the same thing. Yeah, definitely, and you know, hopefully next year, whatever, either the ten or the you know, its successor will be available in September. So then my upgrade program will be in sync again, um, which would be nice as well. Yeah, I do wonder about that aspect of it a little bit too, because, you know, I got my la- my 7 Plus in September last year, and now I'll be getting this in, this phone in October, November. And what does that mean for next year? Do I have to wait until October, November again? Or, you know what I mean? Or will I have well, to do, do something that's, that's, Assuming it's the same in the US, because mm-hmm. um, uh, they were explaining the upgrade program to somebody in front of me, basically all Apple care about is that you've made 11 payments. So if you want to upgrade early, you can just make the extra payments. Um, that appears to be in the small print that basically all they care about is that you've paid for 11 months. Uh, I got it. That makes sense. Okay, so, you, so presumably if you were a little bit ahead next year, you can just pay those extra two months and just upgrade early. Yeah. No, I know a lot of people describe it as leasing, but it's not a lease. What you're really doing is it's, it's basically financing. It's it's installment payments at an interest rate that, that is pretty – I think it's a pretty good deal overall because you get the Apple Care and everything with it too. And if you kind of map it out compared to just buying it at the phone outright, it's a pretty decent deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're definitely going to make a bit more money if you were to just buy it outright and sell it privately at the end of the year. But then, as you say, you don't get Apple Care. And selling phones is a nightmare anyway. Um, you know, you can sell them to like a Mazuma recycling place, but then you obviously, you know, you don't get as much money, but selling it on like eBay or something is not that fun either. Yep, yep. No, I, I, I'm totally with you because it's not, it, it's worth it to me to have get a little worse price if I don't have the hassle of having to sell it myself. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, like, you know, on the 8 Plus, it's like 40 something pound a month. You know, I can just pay that. And next year, I just get a new phone and I don't have to think about it. That's all I want. I don't want to have to watch the keynote every year and then think about money and, oh, can I afford it? Or how am I going to do this? Like, this way, I can just get a new phone and I don't have to, don't have to worry myself with it at all. Yeah, and no, I, I agree. So tell me a little bit about what you've been... So you've had the phone since Friday and now it's Sunday morning. So you've only had it a little over 24 hours. What have you been, what have you been doing? Uh, what have you liked so far? What don't you like so much? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I did was just, I I took a list of apps from my Android phone uh, before I traded it in, and I kind of just went through and downloaded all those. I mean, signing into those was a nightmare because they were all like secure one password passwords. Um, So that took me a good few hours to kind of sign into everything. Um, And then I'd been through like the Club Mac Stories archive to look through all the apps that, that had been mentioned in there to see if there was anything I'd missed. Um, you know, picked up a few apps that I'd seen over the past 12 months that I was like, oh yeah, I really should get that, like Obscura um, Mm -hmm. and PeakOut. Ben was kind enough to send me an Obscura code, which was nice of him because he said my home screen looked too sparse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, 
so yeah that you know i mostly just downloading apps like it took me a long time as well to sort my home screen out because i couldn't really remember where i wanted stuff um partly because on android like everything just sits in a folder and then right. you just put the things you want on the home screen where that's not really an option on on ios right um see and then you know i've been testing out the camera the portrait photos mostly on the cats like i've just been waiting for them to sit still so i can try portrait um right. which is you know it's not perfect because like the studio effects really don't work on a furry creature um you know they're obviously much better designed for an actual human face right um, you know but the the actual initial portrait photo still looks really nice yeah no it's pretty cool i um i've been happy with portrait mode overall i mean yeah I, I guess the new lighting effects are really just for for humans from what i've read uh, i haven't tried them out myself but taking portrait photos you can you can take a portrait photo with just about any object that's in the foreground so that's eh, i don't know it looks pretty cool yeah so you know and like i say it's mostly kind of browsing the app store or you know looking looking at articles and seeing what things i've missed and you know, I'm probably going to pick up a bunch of the, the carrot apps like weather and health or the fitness, something like that. You yeah, know, it's a carrot. few of those as well. Yeah, carrot fit is a good one. All the I, all the carrot apps I like. Um, yeah, and, and I'm teaching you how to use stickers. I hope everybody can know that I have yet one more person to spam with stickers now because I think I've worn out my welcome with Mike Hurley and probably Federico <laughs> too. So I'm I'm taking out that uh, that need that I have on Rob now. Yeah, I don't know. See, I've been asking you questions because I couldn't work out to do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> usually, usually on uh, Wednesdays or Thursdays is when you'll get the most stickers from me because that's when I'm testing out stickers for the uh, for the newsletter. Right, I'll uh, I'll look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my big sticker days. Yeah, so um, you know, it's mostly just kind of general setup of a phone. Like, I'm not really, you know, there's not a huge amount I need from it. Like, there's just some apps that you know maybe there isn't equivalents from android or you know that i just haven't thought about like you suggested gif wrap to me this morning um, mm -hmm. to convert live photos into gifs which is you know that was kind of what i was looking for because i couldn't just post directly to tweetbot another good gif one if you if you really want to get deep into the gif world is gif toaster because you can take videos and you can trim them and edit them and superimpose text and do all sorts of stuff with gif toaster it's really powerful but uh gift wrapped is is a good one for just collecting and organizing more than anything else yeah it's um yeah it's been good um in the end to say i'm sure over the next week or so i'll i'll pick up some more apps and um uh, i mean actually talking of apps we um me and jess decided to turn on family sharing oh um, yeah because i mean a lot a lot of this works better for jess's benefit than it does mine um, yeah you know, jess bet. generally doesn't buy that many apps right um you know or she's certainly not gonna spend ten dollars on peak out for example like it's not you know a ten dollar calculator probably isn't for everybody um you know so we turned on family sharing so that she can kind of share our apps um and you know that's that's been really good like you know just turned it on it's all fine i guess other than i have to pay for all the apps because only the family organizer can pay for apps which is a bit weird um no, I think you can. I think I think I think individuals can. Then you just have to go into their profiles in order to download them yourself. I think. Uh, I don't because I do most of the app buying in my house too, and we have family sharing turned on, so it doesn't really come up that often. But I'm pretty sure I can access everybody else's apps that they may have downloaded. Uh, what the only thing about family sharing is a lot better than it used to be. It used to be really kind of a, a you know a, 
a big bag of hurt, as Steve Jobs used to say about, I think it was Blu-rays. Uh, but it's it has improved. The one thing you can't do is you're not going to be able to get in-app purchases that you can share. I think that's one of the few areas that's that's still off limits. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's fine. Um, it it was mostly for like the apps that I buy that you know, Jess doesn't necessarily want to pay for. Um, you know, or she's right. not going to use that often. Um, you know, and it it's worked really well. And whenever one of us runs out of iCloud storage of our free five gig, then I'll just upgrade us, and you know, we can share the storage now, which is new in iOS eleven. Yeah, that's something that I was really looking forward to, and I need to actually still set up because I had a very big allotment. I guess a terabyte just because I wanted to have all the photos and family photos covered and everybody else was in on like five gigabytes originally. But then, you know, I think I upgraded my wife and one of my kids to the 10 or whatever the next step up is. And so I was starting to get nickel and dimed by person for, you know, five or $10, whatever it is per month. And uh, now I'm just going to be able to dump everybody into the same storage plan because i have tons of storage left you know there's a big there's a big leap between like the second and third tier on icloud storage i haven't looked at this in forever so i've got all these numbers completely wrong but uh i've got a big enough plan that i can fit everybody comfortably on mine oh yeah it sounds like you're on like the top one which i think i think that's been upgraded to two terabyte now yeah um whatever that so i'm sure that'll be enough for everyone who's on your family sharing yes i think so too so Tell me a little bit, too, about the AirPods, because I know you got AirPods, and I have a little story about AirPods as well. Yeah, so, I mean, AirPods, I think I mentioned this last episode, but that was one of the reasons I kind of wanted to come back to iOS as well, um, just because I was interested in trying them, and, you know, I've been using them this week, and they were all, you know, I've used them yesterday and the day before, and they're really good. Um, and I actually picked these up on Amazon maybe a week before I got my phone, Um as soon as I knew I was getting the phone, I ordered them on Amazon because, like, Apple was still like two, three weeks delivery. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, but it was a, it was a seller on Amazon, but they were dispatched through Amazon, so it's like, you know, it would be fine if there's any problems, I can just send them back anyway. Yeah. Um, but you know, that I, I don't think I'm breaking any new ground by saying, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, yeah. I don't think there's any more really to say than than that. Yeah, I like the I, I I like that the range of them is so good. Um, I I had the same experience. I know I remember listening to Mike Hurley talk on I think it was connected that he was having some interference issues when he was in New York City this summer, and I've noticed that too when I'm in downtown Chicago sometimes that there can be radio interference that will cause them to kind of glitch and and knock out. But I've had that same problem with any Bluetooth headphones, and the AirPods have probably held up better than others. Plus, I found out this week that they are laundry safe because <laughs> in my in my haze of exhaustion in the run up to the release of iOS 11 and everything that we did this week on Mac Stories, I managed to send my AirPods along with my wallet and several other things through the laundry on I think Sunday afternoon, and it came they came out. I put them in my ears, and the AirPods still worked. But the case, the light wouldn't come on in the case when I opened it. And oh dear! Yeah, so I left it shut. I let it, I let them all everything just sit on my desk for three days, and then on Wednesday, I finally plugged them in to see if they would take a charge, and they did. the uh, The case charged right up. The AirPods charged, and everything's to be everything seems to be fine for the time being. I was kind of shocked because uh, I thought I would have to at least 
replace the the case, which I think they charge seventy dollars. I think it's basically seventy dollars for a case or seventy dollars for a lost AirPod, one single AirPod. Mm. You know, and uh, I'm sure it's a similar amount in the UK, but. Uh, I haven't had to do that, which is good, and I'm actually looking forward to when they come out with the wireless charging case because I'd really like to try that. I think now that there's going to be something where you can just kind of sit down your phone, your watch, and your AirPod case, that that actually is a, is fairly attractive to me because, I don't know, it just seems like a, a good way to, to charge things. Yeah, I mean, well, talking of wireless charging, I actually have, as we speak, a an Anchor chi charger on its way which is arriving today oh okay um because obviously the the eight plus and, and the eight have wireless charging and i was like well you know i it's not it's i've always kind of been against wireless charging one because i didn't know it was an actual standard or i didn't yeah. know there were standards for wireless charging um and two i just assumed when apple released theirs there would be only like an apple one that you could use and not just any third party one um you know but i've spent like 20 pound on this wireless charger and i think you know what that's that's a small enough amount that it's going to give me enough benefit yeah. um, i really didn't want to buy one of the apple ones at 60 pound right well and here's the thing is that like for me i spent an awful lot of time sitting at this desk and swapping things in and out of lightning cables like oh okay now it's time for the ipad now it's time for the phone now it's time for the you know that kind of thing and while i know i won't be able to do my ipad for instance just being able to simultaneously charge my watch airpods and phone eventually without having to move them in and out of different cables will be pretty nice i think uh not i mean it's not earth shattering convenience but i think it'll be nice to, to be able to do that yeah i mean that's kind of what i was getting at like you know it's it, it's not really because i've only really bought one just for the bedroom when i charge my phone at night right um but you know it as long as the amount I'm spending isn't too much, then the extra convenience I get is worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's not it's not enough that I would want to spend. You know, like the ones Apple are selling are like sixty pound, the Belkin one, and I think a Mofi one as well. Yeah. Do you put your phone on Do Not Disturb at night when you go to bed? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I see. Here's the thing. I have never been a leave my phone, let my phone enter the bedroom person. I've always just like left it downstairs when I'm done for the day and figured I'm done. You know, I'll take my iPad up or something, but not my iPhone. And I've started to have put my phone on my bedside table once in a while. And I've got to get in the habit of do not disturb because I know too many people in Europe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have mine on the schedule. Um, yeah, I, should I think do, do not disturb kicks in at like 10 o'clock or something and then turns back on at seven in the morning. Yeah, um, I kind of have to take it in there though because it's my alarm clock as well. Yeah, I use my watch. Uh, okay, yeah, because it's got that nightstand mode, so I use that. And I have never really done a schedule because my going to bed and waking up schedule varies a fair amount. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, is there anything else on on kind of iPhones and news stuff? I think that's probably it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you, you uh, were going to mention something about the uh, ta- Fire tablet, right? Oh, uh, yeah. This was j- just something kind of weird that I saw. The, the, the new Fire tablet HD 10 thing, I think that's what it's called. Um, if you buy their case, like you can stand it up and it will work just like an Echo. Um, and it has like, it basically works like the Echo Show. Um, uh-huh. I just thought it was kind of interesting that they that's the way they're going with it now. Because I know all the tablets have alexa built in but this one like they're specifically advertising it as 
oh, it's got the screen and it basically works the same as the show. Huh. Now, I mean, do you know if it has some of the software from the show that's specific to the show or is it, or are they just saying having Alexa, you know, having the Alexa functionality is like a show? And I just set mine off, by the way. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I haven't actually seen, I basically only saw it on Amazon's website. I haven't seen any like news about this or anything. Um, huh. So I guess maybe it's not massively important but it's you know they're kind of advertising it as like you know well they say here like alexa hands-free tablet like i don't know yeah what that actually means in in terms of usage um well that could be that could be more convenient than a show just because the show is you know it's a fixed in place device you can't really pick it up and take it with you like you could with a tablet yeah definitely um, yeah, I, as I, mean, I say, I just thought it was a, an interesting little thing that they've they've kind of released. Yeah, and it could be a way of kind of repurposing the show's internals if the show isn't doing well, because it doesn't seem as though it's gotten all that well all that well received. It sounds, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that many people who have tried it, but what I've read about it and the one or two people I know have tried it weren't that impressed. Yeah, and I mean, bear in mind as well, it's still U.S. only at this point. Right. Um, it is coming know, to the UK. It is coming to the UK, though, isn't it? I think. Uh, maybe. Um, I'm not. I haven't seen anything about oh. it. I, I would expect to get an email because um, they yeah. tend to email me about these new products. Because you know, I tend to buy most of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, the echoes and the dots and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't really know. I think, as you say, it's the fact that it's kind of just this fixed screen just really isn't that useful. I think, I, maybe, you know, as you say, maybe the tablet would be a better better option for some people. Yeah, a little more versatile. You should get that fashion one, the uh, the little camera that sits in your bedroom and tells you whether you've got a, a smart outfit for the day. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's Rob, it's like, I... Rob, that color looks terrible on you. <laughs> and I'll just throw the thing out the window and be done with it. It'll be one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, they're, you know, just, they're throwing everything against the wall and seeing what sticks. And uh, yep. those two things I don't think have done all that well. Uh, I there was a, at one point I did have a show on order, um, but it wasn't for me. It was for Mr. Vaticci, and he ah. deci- he decided that that was not something he needed, <laughs> <laughs> so we canceled it. Cool. Okay. Well, I think that's probably it for this week. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, um, show notes will be ruminatepodcast.com slash fifty one. Ooh, second fifty on there our way we to a hundred. We'll be at a hundred before you know it, Rob. <laughs> well, there you go. Cool. All right, then, John. I'll uh, speak to you next week. Okay. Bye-bye.